So washing your hands turned out to be useless for COVID. But now polio is back in America, so you better be washing your hands. And also, wipe your ass. Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. Apparently, polio is back in America. A 20-year-old man in New York City got it, and I, I think he got paralyzed. It's some sort of terrible disease that was, I think, common in 1950 and previous to that that paralyzed a lot of children, I believe. And then the polio vaccine was invented by Dr. Jonas Salk, who apparently is Jewish because he's in Adam Sandler's uh, Hanukkah song. And I guess Nigeria still had polio up until 2020. And so, like, that was the year that was supposed to be the end of all polio. But apparently there's two kinds of polio vaccines. There's, in America, in the rich countries, you get an injection, and that has a dead polio virus mixed in with it or something. And so, whatever. You can't get polio from a dead virus. But then there's uh, an oral polio vaccine. I don't know, the way they described it, this is The Economist. I got, I'm getting this stuff from The Economist. Anyways, the way they described it was you put two drops of liquid into a baby's mouth, and that's how you um, vaccinate them. But uh, the oral one, it was ma- it's made from a weakened polio virus, but not a dead one, something like that. And this is gross, but... So the way you get polio is from human feces. The virus, if, you, if you're sick, it gets into your feces and then especially like if you live in a poor country you know where you're pooping in the river or something and people drink drink the river water that's a, that's a good way to spread it and so that's another reason and this is interesting weird science i guess but another reason why they give people in poor countries the oral vaccine is that their poop is like a vaccine so basically you give someone the oral vaccine they go poop in the river and then people drink the river water they actually get vaccinated like generally, generally it actually makes more people vaccinated. But in any case, so the vaccine's in the river and it's going from person to person, from poop to water to blah, blah, over and over. Um, it can mutate. And it wasn't clear to me if, I, I think they're saying sometimes it does this and it did it again, or maybe this is the first, I don't think it's the first time, but maybe it's the first time. It can mutate back into the kind of polio that paralyzes you. And so that's what got the person in America. And then it's like, you know, well, how the heck do you get in America? We don't have... You know, we're not drinking water like that. And the answer is, it can be like, if you are a messy pooper, I guess, and you don't wash your hands, and then you go touching someone's food, you can give it to them that way. And also kids, right? Kids are always the Petri dish that sends every, that um, gives everyone various sicknesses. So if you're changing people's diapers, but I guess that's adults' fault. But just kids, if they touch themselves in the wrong way or whatever, and then they, uh, play with a toy and then some other kid plays with the toy and sticks the toy in their mouth so that's that's how you can get it in America today and anyways that was just some interesting scientific vaccine stuff that I never heard of and um, and then you know the woke anti the culture war the culture war thing is if it starts being a bunch of people are, are getting polio which comes literally from a vaccine for polio um whatever right it's going to fit right into some sort of narrative around the um, the COVID vaccine mandates and whatnot. And I can't remember the stats on this, but it's like, if you get polio, you're not likely to be paralyzed. Or if you get the polio that comes from the vaccine, then you're not likely to be paralyzed. Anyway, somehow it's the tip of the iceberg. 
you know, if you get one person paralyzed, that means there's tons of people out there with it. So we'll probably hear more about it here in the future. Uh, I feel like monkeypox is kind of fading into the distance. So maybe, maybe that's the new thing. Ever since COVID, maybe we just need to jump from virus to virus and argue about vaccines and stuff like that. So we'll see. And Blocked and Reported was talking about, I don't know, one of the recent issues of Men's Health magazine. And apparently they got an advice column and someone wrote in and was like, I'm attracted to females, non-binary, uh, what, what did he say? I don't know, assigned female at birth. He's like, I'm, I'm attracted to people who are assigned female at birth, including, you know, women, non-binaries, and trans men who have not had too much surgery. Does that mean that I'm bisexual? And Katie's like, uh, those are all females, you're a straight man, but anyways, the the men's health, whatever, guy who's supposed to help you with advice, advice columnist, he said, yes, you are now bisexual, but I don't know, I guess they're talking about Tinder, it's a young person, they're like, you know, if you're on Tinder, you should say, you know, you're attracted to non-binaries and trans men, you can say all that stuff and say that you're bisexual, but you should also mention that you like vulvas. I don't know. That was the word they picked. You're like, your favorite thing is a vulva. You gotta say that. Anyway, so... That's all stupid, but I think that... You know, just... You know, you just... If you just... If you go by the logic of, like, you know, how men and... Men are... What, what trans women are women, and, and I guess, therefore, trans men are men, and so on and so forth, that means a lot of what we used to call straight people are now bisexual. In particular, straight men. I mean, no one cares if straight women like trans, you know, I don't know. Whatever. We're not going to go too far. But anyways, you, dear listener, may be bisexual in, according to a new way of looking at all the pronoun stuff. So Russia and Ukraine have all the good flat lands for growing grain. And so when the war came out, the price of wheat and sunflower oil, those things shot through the roof. They're like, oh my god... Everyone's going to starve. You know, the Middle East gets its wheat from Ukraine and Russia. So does North Africa. So does parts of Asia. And so the price shot through the roof. And we thought we were going to have a global famine or something. I mean, we'll still, still have to wait and see on that. I think in Afghanistan, they're starving already. But um, anyways, the price of wheat has come way back down. I think it's the same price it was before the war started now. So the concern about wheat prices may not be accurate. Uh which is kind of interesting. And I guess the reason why, Ukraine is not producing much wheat. There's Ukraine and its wheat is a longer story. Who cares? The answer is Russia had good weather this year and produced a ton of wheat. So just something to keep an eye on there too, I guess. And maybe six months ago, it was looking like uh, Republicans were going to crush the Democrats in the upcoming November election. And then maybe two months ago, it looked like the pendulum had swung the, swung the, uh, swung the other way and the Democrats were going to hold on or maybe gain power uh, the next election. And now it's going back the other direction towards the Republicans. And it's, it's getting close to even is where it's headed, not, not towards the Republicans crushing again, but towards the even. And the election is about 60 days away, roughly, and so... There's not enough time for too many more swings. So, you know, now we're at even. We can probably go towards the Democrats or towards the Republicans one more time. And then after that, that would be the last swing. So, we'll see what happens there. And the student loan forgiveness 
thing that Biden is doing. So I learned this is based on a 2003 law, which says that the president can forgive loans. It's, it's called the HEROES Act. And it was basically to forgive loans for um, soldiers, I guess, who you had to send them to war. I don't know what. Something, something to do with soldiers. But it said you can do it for something related to soldiers or other national emergencies. So the peg that Biden is hanging his hat on to make this thing legal is that COVID is the emergency. And so if the Supreme Court or whatever, some judge says no, it'll be because they say COVID is not an emergency, which, you know, an emergency that really is just, I say it is, you say it isn't. There's no, there's no like definitive uh, definition of it to my knowledge. But I learned, I learned a couple stats, well, at least one stat. And so the top 10%, the 10% richest Americans are going to benefit as much as the poorest 30%. So, I mean, we kind of knew this. We kind of knew it was going to help the rich. But anyways, there's the stats. The 10% richest, they get as much as the... I think they get more. But anyways, they get more or the same amount of money as the bottom 30%. So, that doesn't sound fair. And I don't have the stat on this. But there was a lot of talk about this helping uh, blacks and Hispanics. And, I don't know, the thing I read, it was just like... Basically, I think it's not going to help them very much. I don't know if it's going to help them more than whites or, you know, less than whites. That I don't know. But however much you thought it was going to help blacks. If you thought it was going to help blacks, for instance, a bunch, it ain't. Twitter handle, at Anti-Woke Podcast. And thanks for listening.